The gelding had already begun his leap, and Matthias's shift in focus threw the animal off balance. As they soared over the gap between the banks, a squeal sounded beneath them, high-pitched like that of a woman. Then a large splash. Had Carl's hooves struck her? He didn't have time to wonder long, for his distraction had altered the momentum of the horse's jump. Carl's front hooves landed on the far shore, but as his rear hooves should have struck solid ground, the animal's back end seemed to scramble, then sink down as he fought for purchase on the bank. Matthias leaned forward, trying to use his weight as an anchor to help the horse stay up on the bank, but Carl continued slipping, shifting backward as his hooves clattered against the rock surface of the four-foot cliff. A scream sounded from behind, then the fury of splashing water. The horse was losing the battle to stay on the bank. Matthias kicked his boots free of the stirrups, scanning the area for the best place to leap off. The chasm containing the stream wasn't more than four or five feet wide, so he would likely be dashed against the rocks on the far side if Carl fell backward. He swung his leg over and pushed away to the left, trying to land on his feet in the water. His boots hit the icy stream with a splash, but the rocks littering the bottom threw him off balance, toppling him into the creek. Cold. Nay, freezing. The frigid liquid stole away his breath and nearly his senses. But Carl's frantic thrashing helped restore the latter. Matthias scrambled away from the panicked horse, who had landed on his side and was struggling to rise in the small enclosure between the rock walls. A figure moved on the other side of the horse, a woman standing in the creek bed, hand extended to the flailing animal. Easy, boy. Don't struggle. Easy there. Her crooning seemed to work because Carl stilled. His heavy breathing filled the air as he lay in the water, sides heaving. The woman approached, still murmuring. As she grabbed the reins, Matthias eased to his feet. Creek water dripped from his clothes and ran down his left side, which had been submerged. Numbness spread through his hands and feet, both from the wintry air and the water, mostly runoff from snow higher in the mountains. He ignored the bite of cold and eased toward the horse, as the woman attempted to maneuver him into a position that would make it easier to stand. When he tries to rise, pull him that way, Matthias motioned toward the left bank. The woman looked up at him as though she just now noticed his presence, her eyes piercing with a crystal blue stare. His heart pained. With her blonde hair and delicate features, she looked much like his sister probably would now that she'd grown, and Alana would be about this woman's age, or maybe a little older. He studied her, but she turned away to urge the horse again. Still, Matthias couldn't shake the power of the woman's presence. Could she be his long-lost sister? The only living family he had left? He'd been searching for so long. Finding her on this remote trail would be just like God's sense of humor. Yet, a tiny part of him, the part of him that was all virile male, hoped that the beautiful creature helping to extricate his horse from the icy water was not a blood relation. In fact, her elfin features made her almost seem like a woodland nymph, like in the myths of old, the stories his parents had passed down from their Viking forefathers. Of course, the woodland nymphs were only legends, not flesh and blood like this damsel. Stand clear, 
Matthias leaped backwards at the woman's call, jolting to the present as Carl gave a mighty lurch and scrambled to his feet. Assisted by the woman's pull on his reins as she guided him to the only available space in the creek bed. Good boy. She stepped forward to stroke the horse's neck as he heaved, water dripping from his winter coat where he'd lain in the stream. Matthias moved to take the reins, trying to ignore his own wet clothing and the water sloshing in his boots. I'll take him. She handed over the leathers but remained at Carl's neck, stroking the thick, wet hair and crooning. Her nearness raised all the hairs along his arms, which were already goose-fleshed from the chill. He stepped back away from Carl's head, away from the woman. He had to refocus on what needed done. 